Welcome to the EchoCast, episode 140, The Division Universe. This is a podcast about The Division franchise, its community news, speculation, and updates about everything. I am Bond Diesel. I do The Division stuff, such as this podcast, Twitch streams, and YouTube videos, supposedly. Please take a moment to subscribe to and rate the podcast on whatever platform you are listening or watching. If you're on YouTube, please leave a comment down below, say whatever you want, but maybe throw out a question, throw out a thought, uh, maybe give me something I can talk about during the next episode, but anything that helps the algorithm. This episode will be about the Division Universe announcement, what this means now, what that may mean in the future. I also will give some first impressions and more. But first, I want to thank this month's Patreon supporters, Hassan, Christian, Darren, Tim, PK, Manmade Golf, and Lunchbox. If you'd like to support this podcast and any of my other content, please check out patreon.com slash Diesel. If you're a prospective patron, but you want to see me do a little more on there, as in anything, throw out some ideas. I'm happy to take them, and I'm happy to fulfill any reasonable wishes. Okay, so getting right into the division topics and jumping into the big announcement from last week about what I'm calling, and I think that they even referred to it as, as the division universe. Um, So anyone who is still paying attention to the game, even if you haven't played in a while, uh, full disclosure, um, I haven't really played consistently since the Fade mission dropped. Um, I haven't participated in the rerun of the seasons. I completed all of them completely, I believe. Um, and there's definitely, there's just not anything that's really drawn me back. Doesn't reflect on my vision of the game. I love Division 2. Easily one of my favorite games ever. Um, and I hotly anticipate what's coming, which we'll be talking about. So... Basically, we got what I would argue in the big picture is the biggest info drop we've ever gotten about the division. Um, And I know to some that may seem a bit over the top, um, but it's because of the long term implications of what we got, which I'll explain. Um, But first, the actual content. So there was basically a big article um, as well as some graphics that got posted uh, from the division and Ubisoft channels. And it announced a bunch of things, some that we knew and some we didn't. So the first thing it uh, talked about, or one of the things it talked about, um, is new Division 2 content. So we knew that. Um, I don't believe any of this information is new that we got. So, um, you know, that's that's worth uh, keeping in mind. Um, but it, it, it's, it's confirmation, if anything, it's... A, um, it, it's letting us know that, yep, it's still coming. We promise. Um, there's been a lot of, um, uh, you know, I would say lack of patience from a lot of people. The, the irony of this big announcement is that I believe it was literally the day before, um, there were some people in the community really, 
um, really giving it to, uh, you know, massive and Ubisoft about, you know, the, them feeling like they deserve information. I, I really caution anyone um, at this point who's still involved in the community. You're, you're going to get info when you get it. Um, you know, the devs, I don't think people realize that at least my impression and, and my knowledge of how things work is like the devs don't really decide when you get to find out about stuff. Um, Ubisoft, like corporate gets to decide that their, their PR branch or their marketing branch or whatever. So, you know, when, when, when people are tagging devs that you know aren't even involved in division anymore or people like Yannick and stuff who we know are, you know, just because it's not like they forgot to tell you. So, you know, keep that, keep that in mind. They, they, you know, Yannick wasn't sitting there, you know, going about his day to day work and then he gets tagged and, you know, somewhat salty Twitter posts or YouTube videos or whatever. And he goes, Oh my gosh, I forgot to tell them all the cool things. That's, that's not what's happening. <laughs> it's, um, I'm sure Yannick would love to tell us everything, um, but that's not how Ubisoft does things, and we shouldn't know that by now. So for the Division 2, the information wasn't really anything new. It was more reaffirming what we knew already. Um, it, you know, There's more content coming. It's going to include a new mode and other stuff. Um, none of that has really been detailed yet. Um the, the timeline seems my my impression and from what it said it seems like it's end of this year is what they're targeting so my guess is going to be like november or december uh but you know we'll have to wait and see what that looks like um and and that's what we know so far so um one thing to keep in mind with all of these announcements today is if it felt like some of the stuff wasn't um as informative as it could have been or something uh, you know, keep in mind that E3 is not that far away and Ubisoft is um, taking part in it. So, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we find out something. And one of those things I suspect we will hear more about is going to be the second big announcement and probably the biggest announcement of each individual, you know, part of it is Tom Clancy's The Division Heartland. Um there aren't a ton of details about this yet. So what we know from the article is that it's a free to play game. Uh, we know it's being done by red storm and that's, uh, and it's standalone. It's not part of division two. And that's what we know. So, um, you know, I've seen tons of speculation about what this is. Um, it's, it, it's hard to tell. It's one of those things where, I've really tried to get away from, I mean, obviously I speculate. It's like my favorite thing to do, but um, I've tried to get away from it in a lot of ways because I've noticed that a lot of speculation has turned into just clickbait. And, um, you know, very rarely do you see people doing speculation that's like informed or logical or reasonable. We're like, oh, well, this new thing. Uh, seems like it could be a lot like these other things. So that's probably what it's going to be. Um, instead, I see a lot of like, okay, guys, this is what it's going to be. And then they throw out these crazy ideas that just aren't realistic in any way. So 
Heartland, um, you know, it brings back Red Storm. It brings back Terry. Uh, he posted he posted about the fact that he's not allowed to say anything. So keep that in mind as well. If you're, you know, spamming Twitter uh, tags and stuff, um, they, they aren't going to tell us anything until they're ready. So um, it's a lot can be deduced from what we know, uh, but I'll kind of leave it to you guys for now. Um, it is exciting to see Red Storm um, have a standalone project. Um, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, um, this is episode 140. So we're, you know, going towards three years uh, of, of, well, three years of episodes. Um, we've been doing the podcast for over three years now. And um, their involvement is cool because I've always really wanted to see Red Storm lead something. Um, I suspect, and I'm sure not with any uh, malice or anything, they just always seemed kind of held back in Division 1 with the PvP. Um, I guess Division 2 as well, but we now know that they were on Division 2 for such a short amount of time um, that I suspect it wasn't as big of a deal. But for anyone who's played, you know, all of their previous PvP games, um, like Future Soldier, um, all the way back to the old Rainbow Six and Rogue Spear game, you know, Rogue Spear and all the old Ghost Recon games when like it was actually Ghost Recon and not the disaster that is the current games. Um, I digress. <laughs> yeah. They they know PvP. And one thing that always kind of seemed like a uh a subtle part of what happened in division one is my, my purely speculative impression is it seemed like red storm really felt like hamstrung by the division one and two, to a point I'm sure, um, you know, the, 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 the type of games they are that they, they, they can't, you know, they couldn't make it not an RPG, even though that would provide a better PvP uh, sense of balance and gameplay and mechanics. Um, so I'll be really curious to whatever this game is going to be, um, that they should be able to be the ones to make decisions and say, we want it to be this way and it's not going to hurt a part of the game we're not working on and stuff like that. Um, cause that was definitely an issue with division one, especially PVP is there was always this weird balance of them trying to make PVP better, um, without it ruining PVE. Um, and then just the simple task of trying to balance an RPG game. Um, you know, I've said it once, I'll say it a hundred times. It's, you know, the, this genre sucks for PVP. It's just, it's not that it can't be good. It's just that it seems like it's almost impossible for it to be any semblance of balanced, um, therefore good in most people's eyes. The closest game that does it is Destiny. And even though there's people who like stand for Destiny PvP, uh, out the other side of their mouth, they'll also say it's like an inherently unbalanced uh, and silly part of the game, even though they enjoy it, which I you know think is the case with Division as well, even though I don't think you see... Um, that player base as uh, uh, as willing to admit that it's bad, but they still have fun with it. Uh, so, you know, but so, you know, Heartland, uh, you know, as we learn more, I have to imagine that's going to be something we hear more about soon. But 
Um, I don't know yet, but just simply having Red Storm back in the fold um, and knowing what they're up to is really exciting. And um, I think myself as well as a lot of other people probably have a lot of faith in that. Um, then we move on to some of the somewhat more um, interesting or, or unexpected announcements. Um, so the division movie we knew about, if you listen to the podcast, uh, two episodes ago, I actually interviewed, um, the new director of the division movie, um, through Netflix. Um, his name is Ross and Thurber. He's done a bunch of pretty notable movies. Um, and even more so now, um, he's been highly active in the community so far as, uh, a week or two ago, he, he tagged me and some other people, and was like trying to figure out what type of helicopter is used, you know, in the transport, uh, in the transportation of agents. Um, so in the division one, we know that there was an, a, a military Osprey that got blown up that killed the division commander. Um, but then other than that, it's mostly been these, you know, these, uh, transport helicopters that kind of look like news helicopters, um, you know, kind of retrofitted for military use, uh, in, in, it was actually kind of fun when Rawson asked about that because people were throwing out all these guesses of these different helicopters. Um, I was able to actually track down the concept art from division one that had, um, of the helicopters, uh, the artist who's no longer with Ubisoft and is actually doing something completely unrelated. I think in movies or something. Now I was able to tag him on Twitter and say, Hey, like what was your inspiration uh, for these helicopters? Was it real or was it like a amalgamation of others? And he responded and said, Oh, it was actually a combination of this helicopter and that one. And then Rawson got that. And now, you know, he in theory can try to source um, very, very similar helicopters to the ones really in the game for this movie. So, you know, if you listen to my interview and you still weren't convinced that this guy, um, takes seriously trying to make this like an authentic experience. Um, I think just that, just him trying to, you know, get that detail, right. Should comfort a lot of people. I know it makes me happy. It makes me feel like he's you know taking this seriously and really does want it, um, to be a good experience. Um, I don't think they really gave us any, uh any big news with that? The the biggest thing is they put out like a timeline for the Division Universe. It had um, the Division, the Division Two, Warlords of New York, um, and then Heartland um, before Division Two new content. So the fact that we know that Division Two new content is supposed to be out by the end of the year is interesting because that means that Heartland, in theory, should come out before that. At least that's the timeline. Um, and then after that is um, Division Mobile, which we'll talk about in a moment, and then the Division Novel, which we'll talk about in a moment, and then the Division Film. So when I did my interview with them, and I believe this is talked about at least a little bit in the article, um, I believe they're supposed to start shooting this year, um, which would put a, a potential release date of the movie to probably next like fall or winter. Now, with the movie, um, if you see people kind of commentating on it and talking about it, um, most people believe or think that if there is a movie, it's going to be somehow directly um, correlated to a, a new game or content. Um, you know, we can talk about uh, like a Division 3 and stuff in a moment. But 
it, it's cool. So we didn't really learn anything new about the movie, but I do still think that there, you know, is some interesting stuff happening there. Um, I highly suggest you follow Ross and Thurber on uh, on Twitter if you want more updates. He doesn't talk a lot. He hasn't he hasn't posted a lot, especially about the movie, because I doubt that they're even filming yet. Um, it sounds like they're probably still doing lots of planning right now if he's asking about helicopters. Um, but I, I believe he's going to be doing some interviews and stuff with other division creators um, as time goes on. And he's also said he'll be back on this show um, to talk about new stuff when it comes up. So be on the lookout. Uh, so the, the division, the, the division mobile is an interesting thing. And um, some of the listener questions uh, go, go, go after it. So I'll probably talk more about it then. Um, but we don't know anything. Uh, there's been no clear announcement of, of what that is or how soon we'll see it. Um, it was interesting because um, it is set to come. Um, before the novel, but after the new content. So my guess is that the, whatever this division mobile is, it's probably going to be, I would say probably early 2022 is my guess. Um, there's a lot of ways they could go with that. It, it's, it's mobile, right? So it could be like a simplified version of the division one or something. Um, my money would be on that. It would have something to do with this free to play project, purely on the speculation that um, Fortnite has like a mobile version. I think Apex does maybe uh, the Call of Duty mobile. There's like all these come. So so I don't know if it's going to be like a adaptation of an existing game or I've even seen people throwing out things like tower defense games or like community building games or even something like um, like XCOM or something like that. But we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But so we have mobile coming. Um, and then the final thing, which actually I low key am the most excited about is a division novel. And so if, if you pay attention to how Ubisoft market markets their games and, and does stuff like that, you'll, you'll notice, you'll find um, that they love doing this kind of stuff before a new game comes out. Right. Um, with Division One and Two, uh, Division One, we got um, the, the the New York Collapse book um, written by Alex Irvine, where it was like a survival guide, and then on top of that were layers of story um, from April Keller, um, and then Division Two. There was also a bunch of movies with Division One, um, like short films. Um, and then Division 2, we had another book by Alex Irvine that was more of a traditional novel, which was awesome. The, both books are great. They're extremely different, but they're really good. Um, and we had a comic series uh, for uh, Division 2 um, by Dark Horse. Um, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It wasn't like the best comic I've ever read, but it was definitely really exciting to have something that was Division-based. Um and then when they, we, I think there's even some short films or, you know, trailers and things like that as well. Um, so there's another book coming. Now, one thing I have confirmed ish is I tagged Irvine, Alex Irvine about that on Twitter. And he responded basically saying that he's not, um, he doesn't believe he's involved in that. So unfortunately that probably means he's not going to be doing this third book. Um, that's a bummer. Um, because that his the first book is really cool for introducing the division world and April Keller, um, who's been um, April Keller is a funny character in the division because she's a huge character in, in the world, but she's basically not been involved in the actual game at all. Besides some 
basically nods to her in various aspects. Um, and so I, I really thought Division 2 was going to involve her in some way. And it still doesn't because, spoiler alert, um, the the book, that the second book, the novel um, for Division 2, literally leads up to like right when the, your agent is gets to D.C., um, so if I remember correctly from the book, Keller's in DC, at least when this, the division two story starts, um, you know, she, maybe she takes off, you know, maybe one day we'll find out about that. Um, this, this new novel, um, in the description on the, on the article is basically saying it's um, going to continue stories or explain what's going on around the world and country, um, during the events and, and uh, maybe after the events of division two, uh, or at least what we know so far. So on uh, in one way, it's kind of a bummer that it sounds like it's not going to like directly follow people that we already know about. It's probably going to expand the scope. Um, but then there's also that really cool aspect of like, well, it's going to expand the scope. So it could be interesting to find out things that are happening around the world um, that may even be impacted by what's happening in D.C. and New York and things like that. Um, and, and that was it. And I don't want to say that in a way of like, oh, that, that's all it was. It was a lot. It was really cool. Um, but what I kind of want to move to is what I think all of this means for like the division now and what I think it's going to mean in the future. So for now, um, what we know is division two is continuing. Um, we, we know that they're, they're making at least one new mode and some stuff. So, um, we know it's a collaboration between, um, Ubisoft, uh, Bucharest, which, um, has been a support studio on a bunch of different games. Um, I'm sure they, they probably, I imagine, had to have been a contributor to Division 2 and maybe even 1 as well, at least in a small way. Um, but it seems like they're going to pick up a lot of these, um, a lot of the work probably for what's happening now, um, as well as what I imagine is like what you would maybe call like a skeleton crew at Massive. Um, you know, it, it's worth remembering that Massive essentially hired a whole new team and created a whole new team for Avatar. Um, but it doesn't really seem like they did that for Star Wars. It seems like for Star Wars, they've they've taken a lot of the Division 2 devs and then they're adding to that and making a larger team for Star Wars. Um, so so it, what seems to be the case is that whatever's happening with, with Division 2 now... Um, the only person we know that's involved is Yannick. Um, it seems suggested that maybe um, Trick and, and maybe some of the other devs are still involved um, because they're not saying anything, which is absolutely within their rights, and I don't blame them at all. But because they're not, no one's really acknowledging anything, um, it's hard to tell because I follow you know all the devs I can muster. Um, and, and you can't really tell if they're just excited that things are happening or if they're actually part of it. And um, I'm not going to ask because they'll tell us if they want to. <laughs> but at the very least, it seems exciting that the Division 2 is continuing maybe for at least another year. You know, um, you know, we'll, we'll just have to find out what's going on. It, it's hard to tell. I don't think they're going to do more seasons and stuff. One thing to consider, um, and I'll talk more about this uh, in this little segment, but um, the division must be doing pretty well. There, there must be metrics and numbers 
um, that are giving Ubisoft comfort and reason to invest a lot more money into this franchise. Um, you know, the, the story as I know it is essentially that Warlords of New York got greenlit on a sh- on a budget, a, a shoestring budget, perhaps. Um, and, and the expectations weren't very high for it um, from Ubisoft, but from Massive they were. And it's it seems like they they did Warlords, they, they did the bulk of the work, and then most of those people got moved to Star Wars, which at the time was unannounced, as we all know. Um, and, and what seems to have happened is that Warlords did so well, and is still doing so well, believe it or not, that... Ubisoft is literally willing to invest the resources to essentially restart the division two. And which is why there's going to be this big, like, you know, nine, 10 month gap in content and to hire for it and bring people in and to, and to really seriously do something. So I, you know, I said, I believe during the last podcast, but you know, I, I think I've seen a lot of people and, and I understand why people are kind of, uh, you know, disheartened or whatever, uh, and assuming that this, you know, this content for Division Two is just going to be uh, some more seasons or something kind of, you know, lazy that people don't really want. I, I think if if Ubisoft is going to go through the trouble of of bringing this all back to life, um, I would actually expect something big. Now, definitely keep your hopes checked, right? You know, you always should with anything, <laughs> not just games, even, but. I do have some hope and, and, and thought that they wouldn't be doing all this work to just put out some like whatever content. Um, I, I'm really hoping that whatever it's going to be is going to be something that's like genuine, genuinely really cool. Um, and, and I really hope that the other stuff that they reference, but not really detailed yet, is as much crap as I give the PVP community and division. Um, I really would like to see them get some love. It would be really cool if they could, you know, revamp the DZ and, and conflict, especially if conflict was good, I would play conflict all the time. Um, but it's just such a shit show because it's essentially been neglected for two years. But I mean, that part of the game needs some love. And honestly, it may be, it, it may be just simplifying. Um, you know, I've seen lots of ideas on how to fix PVP and division. And the problem is, is so many ideas for fixing the PVP it just would just add layers and layers and layers of complication, which is the problem with PVP and division two in general or in division one as well. Um, if anything, I would say the solution, my personal opinion, would be actually to remove a bunch of layers and try to make the PVP, um, you know, remove various mechanics and things like that in layers of complication to try to have an experience that is both division you know you, you, the devs have been very um stubborn about not allowing the division to not be the division in pvp um for the sake of balance because it seems like there's just like a stubbornness to make sure it's you know what it's still division they don't want to make it just a generic pvp game but that, that it probably does need to move in that direction at least a little bit to make an experience that's just better. Um, so, you know, we have this new mode. I hope like a PVP touch up and, you know, everyone always likes new guns and, and, and things like that. New missions, all of that. I don't know if that's on in the cards, but 
the the interesting thing is is to consider how you know hopefully as this covid thing is starting to calm down and all of that um i i have to imagine a big part of the issues especially with season four is that like they they may have had ideas but they just couldn't do them because you know trying to get voiceover is so hard you know or was so hard especially last year um uh, you have to keep in mind, like someone like Fei Lau, um, that character that ended, in my opinion, somewhat unceremoniously. Um, her voice actress is in like a really popular TV show called The Rookie. Um, you know, so it's not like she just has she's just been hanging out. You know, she's been filming and doing all kinds of things. And I wouldn't be surprised if the way that, that her season ended is because that particular actress probably doesn't want to be involved in the game anymore or may not want to be, or may just not have time to be. Um, and so they, they decided to do what they did, but yeah. So, so division two is continuing. Um, Heartland, um, is probably going to be an ongoing project. Um, purely speculating from looking at all of the other games that are described in a similar way, standalone free to play games. Um, if, if they're looking at something, um, you know, if you look at the way like Fortnite has gone on and on and on and evolved and things like that, if you look at how Warzone is has literally spanned multiple Call of Duty games, um, I wouldn't be surprised if whatever this project is, is if it's if it's meant to go be ongoing. Um, so maybe one day if there's a Division Three, which I'll definitely touch on in a bit, um, you know, this Heartland thing may not just be a a gap filler between division two and three. Um, it may be kind of, because if you think about it, you know, what I said before about the star Wars team and this division two team that they're building, um, you know, as far as I can tell, or what I've read is that the star Wars project is a single player game that is going to end. So they'll finish it and they'll put it out and they'll support it. However, they're going to with DLC and updates and things like that, but then they'll be done. And what I would imagine is that around the time they're wrapping up Star Wars, they're probably going to start Division 3. And my rationale for that, I'll talk about in, you know, what this all means for the future. But um, so obviously this uh, a standalone free to play project is like the perfect thing to fill the gap between two games, because I don't anticipate that the Star Wars game is going to be completed until 2023. Uh, you know, it will not come out until then, maybe end of 2022, but I really feel like we would know more about it if it was coming out in a year and a half, but who knows, um, which would mean that if there's a division three, that development on that won't start until late 2022 or 2023, which means that a division three in theory wouldn't come out until 2025. Um, so whatever this Heartland project is, it wouldn't surprise me if, it's kind of meant to be something that that exists in the middle, but very well could continue on after that. I'm um, saying with Division Two, I, I I'm only assuming they're going to put out this new mode and some of this new stuff at the end of this year, early 2022. But they very well may, if, if that all goes well, they very well may keep that team around to do more content for the end of 2022 into 2023. And then you get into a conversation of, well, then they can announce a division three. And then we have that year and a half, two year cycle of, of all the hype and, and, and the wait for the new game. So we'll see. 
the last thing of what I think this all means for division now is that there must be someone at Ubisoft who really likes division in the corporate part of, of, uh, of the, of the company. My guess is that um, if, if anyone remembers the stories about the surge guy leaving, um, who was kind of the person who, in my opinion, in a kind of a bummer way, is the reason that so many of Ubisoft's games basically all look the same now. Um, I'm, I've also been told he's basically the only reason the division exists. And if it wasn't for him, the game probably wouldn't have been made. So, you know, it's a little bit of a double-edged sword there. But um, my my guess is that whoever replaced him must have some love for Division. Because... Um, this isn't, I didn't expect this. I, I consider myself a huge fanboy of Division. Um, I did not expect um, a Division universe to come out of any announcements. Um, just them marketing it that way is really interesting because it's it's suggesting that um, that the the franchise is here to stay. Uh, it, it's not something they plan on, um, disembarking anytime soon. There's a, there's a journalist who a couple months ago wrote this stupid article about, uh, Oh, the rest in peace division. Uh, this was after they announced star Wars and had already talked about avatar being a game. And it was so funny. Cause even at that time, I remember kind of clapping back and being like, I think this is a gross overestimation of, of what you think, you know, about this franchise and an underestimation of how successful it is and its lasting power. And I remember catching crap from that person, from some other, you know, check marks who were like, Oh no, that game's done. There's no way they're doing anything. And so needless to say, I definitely made sure to post a link to this, uh, to those people that I had definitely not bookmarked because I'm definitely not petty enough to do that. But, um, it's, you know, someone really likes this game <laughs> and, and I imagine that division in general as a franchise must be doing well. Um, you know, I, I assume, especially division two must have better numbers than we anticipate or, or than what, you know, some of the more pessimistic people in the community think, um, you know, no matter how, how many people, no matter how notable they are, have, you know, kind of talked down division and, and the devs and stuff like that. Um, this wouldn't all be happening if they weren't doing something right. Which kind of moves into, which I've already kind of started on, is like what all of what these announcements all meant for the future. So I would say that Division 3 is is, a, is essentially a certainty at this point. Um, what, I, what I will also say is that, like I said before, um, while I think that this all is an extremely good sign for the life of the Division franchise, we should also realize that a Division 3 is probably many years away. Um, you know, in, in the gaming world, three, four years away is my guess, is, is, my, honest, uh, is, is my honest guess. Um, I think that's, you know, good and bad. Um, the bad is obviously just impatience and wanting to see where the game is going, where the story is going. Um, from the good side, though, which I think is the bigger side, um, I, I think the idea that the devs who work on this franchise are getting a break and not only are they getting a break, they're getting a break and they're getting to work on a game that for many people in the industry is probably a dream project work on a star Wars game. Um, so for me, it's a matter of, you know, when they do start working on a division three, if they do, 
that a lot of the people working on it are going to have had a two, three, four year break from the division and they've gotten to work on something else that's super cool and very different. And what I'm really hoping that means is that, you know, when they revisit the division eventually, hopefully that they'll be willing to have a different take on it, to do some different things with it, to not feel like they have to take the division two and modify it. But I wouldn't be surprised if an eventual division three will be almost a, a reboot in ways of, of, you know, mechanics of gameplay style of perspective, even who knows location, everything. Um, no, I would like them to continue the story with the characters that we know in some capacity. Um, but that also may be what the book does, what the novel does, what the mobile game does, what Heartland does. So we'll, you know, we'll have to wait and see about that. But if if I was a betting man and I had a hundred bucks to put on, there will never be a division three and there will be a division three. My hundred bucks would be on will. So that's what I'll say about that. Um, I would also expect to see, you know, more of more of this type of media if they're going in the way they are now. So, you know, if a division three is in the, the looks eventually, you know, we're getting a movie, we're getting a novel, we're getting a mobile game, we're getting a standalone spinoff, whatever. I wouldn't be surprised if we get uh, like a Netflix show. I wouldn't be surprised if they do like an animated show. I wouldn't be surprised if they do now slot machines. I don't know. But it seems like, you know, we may see another run of comics eventually. We may see another, um, you know, who knows? Uh, but I think that there's more coming eventually because, like I said, I this all really took me off my feet. Again, I love this franchise. I love these games. Um, if, if you would have said to me, like, oh, they're about to announce something big, I'd be like, oh, OK, they're probably going to like detailed Division Two content. And the movie, I thought, you know, that was my biggest hope was like, and then, and then it was a lot more than that. I mean, and I was super excited. Um, and the final thing is, is, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there's even some spinoffs, some more spinoffs and stuff like that. Whatever this Heartland thing is, maybe that won't be the last spinoff we see. Um, if a division three is three, four, five years out, um, I imagine they would maybe try to, you know, give another studio a chance to make their own version of the game or something like that. What I think people need to realize now is that uh, whether people have realized it or not, this announcement of this division universe, in my opinion, puts or could put the division as a franchise right up there with the Assassin's Creed's of with Ubisoft. Because this is like Assassin's Creed level stuff that they would not do for any of their other franchises. They're not making a Far Cry game. You know, they're not even making a, you know, um, there's just so many franchises that they aren't treating like this. Uh, like I said before, before Division 1 and 2 came out, they did this kind of stuff before a big giant multi-million dollar game came out that was going to sell 10 plus million copies. They, they they don't do these things just for fun. And, and you know, the standalone project that Red Storm is doing probably doesn't warrant all of this on its own. I don't think they're doing a movie, novel, mobile game for that. Um, they're, they're, they're doing it for the franchise, which I think is very notable and very exciting. And I really hope that 
Um, you know, we've got E3 coming up, so hopefully there's some mention or, or expansion of some of these details. We'll have to wait and see. Um, I don't know. Whatever it is, I'm super excited and, and I can't wait to find out more. Okay, so rolling into some gaming news. The only first impressions I really have, I've been pretty lazy with playing games lately. I've mostly just been playing Apex Legends. Um, I played a whole bunch of Season 8 before it ended, and um, I'm I'm now playing Season 9. I hadn't played since Season 2. Um, so I kind of got back in the groove in eight and now I'm firing out like all cylinders on season nine. Um, Apex is such a cool game and it's such a good game. Um, what's so cool about Apex is that you can jump into a round. If you die in 30 seconds, you pop out and you get back into a round within like a minute or two. And, and then if that lasts for 10, 15 minutes and you win, then you pop out do whatever you need to do with all your rewards and stuff. And then you can jump right back in and they've now just added an arena mode. That's kind of like Valorant or something like that, or even counter-strike and things um, that has like, you know, there, it's a, it's a round based system. You have to win by two um, and you buy your gear between every round and you earn money during the rounds that can make you allow you to get better gear in between. It's, it's really, really cool. I'm struggling because I, I don't have a set number of people to play with who I'm talking to. Um, so I've been avoiding that mode. I have played it and it is really cool. Um, but I've mostly just been playing the regular battle Royale and it's just so great, man. It's, it's so, it, it just, it moves. Um, I will say, I guess a, a kind of a first impression is right before season nine dropped. I finished Titanfall two. Um, I I'd played about half of it and never finished it. And then over a couple nights I did finish it. And that game is so freaking good. And it, I even played some multiplayer during the free weekend and it was so freaking good. I dominated. And like the first match I got into then maybe there were bots or something. I don't know. I was also really good at Titanfall one uh, PVP. Um, but it's just the movement and the movement in apex isn't quite as good, um, or it doesn't have quite as many options as Titanfall. Um, Titanfall has like wall running and stuff like that. Uh, apex doesn't have that, but they still play very similarly. And, and the apex PVP is just so fun. And it's, it's not that hard to get into once you play a little bit, but it's really hard to master. Uh, same with the movement and all the mechanics and all the different, um, the legends that you get to play as and all of their different little individual things. Um, Apex is great. It, it's a free to play game. If you haven't played it before and you like fast paced shooters, um, I, it's absolutely worth checking out. Like there's no reason not to jump in and play at least like five or 10 games. And if you play five or 10 games and it's just not your jam, totally understandable. But I think most people, will really get into it if, if they give it a real chance. Um, so, you know, check it out. Also, if you want to play with me, I'm happy to play with you. I made a clan even, uh, I believe it's the, uh, the apex, uh, division agents or something like that. Um, so you can search for me on there. I'm bond diesel on there. It is cross play. Uh, so, you know, I'd love to play with you. Okay. So we'll hit some listener questions. The first ones are from M88 on Twitter. Uh, the first question is your thoughts on the initial announcement of the roadmap. You know, kind of like I detailed already. I think it's a it's a big nod to the division IP, um, and it's it's a big nod to uh, that this game isn't going or this franchise isn't going anywhere, which is awesome. Because up to just a few weeks ago, there were people who really thought division was dead, essentially. 
Um, and the, the journalist who I said wrote an article about Rip the Division uh, after this announcement literally wrote about like, oh, it's not going anywhere soon. It seems like they're heavily investing in it. And it made me smile uh, and cringe. But yeah, so I, I just think, you know, my overall thoughts on it is that it's just a it's very good for people who are fans of the franchise because it's pretty obvious it's not going anywhere. Uh, second question from MADA is, do you think the mobile version will be a turn-based game like XCOM? So there's already, and of course, I can't remember it now that I'm doing the podcast, but there is a turn-based game that involves a bunch of the division um, characters. Uh, and I can't remember. Um, I don't know. Someone put can put it in comments or something. But if you look it up, Ubisoft mobile turn-based game. Um, it has heroes from the whole Ubisoft catalog, um, but it has a whole bunch of division ones. So I've never played it because I'm just not really in the mobile games. And they did this really shady thing, which I get it. But they did this thing where they literally created a whole new faction that's never been in any Ubisoft game ever um, so that they could have heroes uh like from this like Chinese faction. Now I understand that that market is insane for every single game. There's, there's a, there's a reason you see all of these giant game companies trying to tap into that market and to do things to be allowed into that market. Um, But that thing just felt weird. It just feels weird that they're just like pandering so hard, but I also understand it from a financial standpoint. So I just didn't really want to get into that game, but there is a game like that. So if they did a division game, uh, a mobile game on its own that was also like that, that would surprise me. But I actually do think that's the most likely scenario. So I'll be really curious about the mobile thing um, because, yeah, the XCOM style game, I've seen people for years talk about, including myself, how that style of game would, be, would fit the division universe perfectly. But I really don't know if they're going to double dip like that. I, I would be very surprised if Ubisoft was, would be okay to let them literally make another game that's almost exactly the same. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, number three, will Heartland be an expansion of TD2? Well, we don't know much about it yet, um, but it was very specific in that article that it's a standalone game. So my guess is no um, from the art they put out. You know, people have been dissecting it and doing all kinds of speculation on it. It doesn't look like DC, so um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but, you know, there's definitely some people doing some good speculation out there about it. So, you know, join in. Uh, and then the final uh, question from M88 was, do you feel there's a prequel of the franchise coming? So, like, so like Division 3, I don't think would be a prequel. What I do think would be a prequel is actually the movie. Um, I think the movie is going to be a prequel. I think the movie is going to follow. This is all speculation. Rawson didn't give me like any secret info, I promise. But I think the, the movie is going to at least maybe it'll do flashbacks or maybe it's just how it goes. I think it could be Jake Gyllenhaal as Keener, um, being recruited at the beginning of the movie to this new organization receiving all the training, us seeing, you know, being introduced to what the division is and what shade agents are and, you know, all their technology and their structure of their, you know, command and, you know, how they work, where they like directly report to the president and they, you know, how it all works. 
Um, I think Jessica Chastain is going to be another agent that's recruited and is in training with him and is part of his little cohort, his squad, um, as we saw with like Noble Squad. And then I think the, the, the movie is going to go into the disaster starting, them all being activated, Keener uh, being, you know, Keener and all of them being kind of like left to die in the dark zone. And th- there's various Keener um, uh, like voice comms and stuff where you you hear him like trying to save people and the JTF not helping him. And if anything, turning them away. Um, and the, and the, the division and shade not helping him either, which was supposed to kind of explain why he went rogue. But then also he's like a sociopath, um, or a narcissist or whatever. So I think we'll see all of that. And I think Jessica Chastain is going to be his squad mate who sees him going down a bad path and then ends up having to be his enemy, uh, by the end of the movie. And in some capacity, the movie will end, um, with Keener, uh, you know, uh, with Jake Gyllenhaal as Keener, you know, going on. And what would be really cool about that is that if they did that, they could show the rise of Laurie Barrett. They could show the rise of Joe Farrow. You know, they could show people becoming the rioters. Um, there's just a, they, they could show you. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really cool. They could show the LMB being this like contracted military force that's just there to protect Wall Street and then show them start to, get power hungry and show bliss start to disobey orders and, 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 you know, do what he ends up doing. Um, but none of those things would be resolved because that's what happened in the first game, but they wouldn't have to be, it could just be world building. And the real conflict would be between Keener, Gyllenhaal and Chastain, another agent. Um, that's my guess. So I don't think there's going to be games, at least not for now. That would be a prequel, but I absolutely think the movie could be. Uh, then the final question here from Kamikaze Von Doom on Twitter. Uh, your thoughts on the upcoming mobile games? How do you think it will connect to the other games? What style of mobile game do you think it'll be? Um, do you think you'll play it? So I've already answered some of this, but I wouldn't be surprised if they try to do some ca- crossover stuff where if you play the mobile game or achieve these things in the mobile game, you get rewards in the main game and vice versa. Um and then it comes down to what do I think I'll play it? I mean, I'll touch anything that's division related. So I'll, I'll check it out, but it definitely depends on what type of game it's going to be. So if it is like an XCOM type or something like that, I'd be absolutely willing to check it out. If they turn it into like a lottery machine or something, you know, a, a, you know, a gambling machine, maybe I won't, but I'll at least download it and see what it's all about. So. Uh, as for content updates, as we wrap up the show for this episode, um, I, I've had some conversations with Bay Diesel and kind of talking about, you know, content and things I want to do with the podcast and streaming and all of that. Um, as you know, I've been kind of taking a break from especially streaming, but even the podcast has become a little less common. Um, I think with all of these announcements, that is probably going to change. Um, my guess is that by the end of summer, we'll at least have more information coming out about Heartland and division two content and the book and the movie and the mobile game. Um, so, you know, after talking to her, I really want a schedule that includes, you know, getting back to doing streams and YouTube videos and more podcasts, but also one that involves me, you know, eating better and going to the gym, uh, and running and doing things like that. So, um, I think by the end of summer, uh, especially as Bay Diesel is kind of preparing to go back to teach um, after having the summer off, um, 
I, I really want to get back into really getting into it. Um, until then, I'll still do the podcast. Um, I'll stream when I can, and we'll we'll kind of do the thing um, as we're able to. But um, yeah, so so that's the plan, kind of moving forward. Um, I will probably involve things outside of division, um, you know, whether it's Apex or uh, I'm really excited about Mass Effect coming out, the Legendary Edition. I've never played that franchise, um, so I'm really excited to jump into that. I would love to stream some of that. Um, and any other games that come, we know there's a Battlefield game coming soonish, which I love that franchise, but I didn't really like one or five. So if it is a modern day game again, you'll absolutely see me playing some uh, some Battlefield on stream, uh, maybe even in videos. And I'll talk about it on the podcast. Uh, yeah. So be on the lookout um, again when it comes to support and stuff. Don't feel obligated. Um, I do appreciate it. It does help me do things like buy this new mic. And um, it, it, it's, a, it's a much cheaper mic than my old one. I, I still did downgrade, but I'm sure if you listen to the last few podcasts, you'll appreciate how much better this one sounds than those. So, um, yeah, so that, that's a good thing. Uh, the final, uh, part here is, is, um, just thank you for listening to the podcast. Thanks for your support. Thanks for your patience. Um, I am excited to get back to doing more content and streaming and all of that eventually here. Um, but it's also been very nice to kind of take a break from it. So if you're still listening, if you're still following me on Twitter and, and doing all of those, all of those things, thank you very much. I very much do appreciate it, um, from the bottom of my heart and I cannot wait to get back into things again and keep an eye out between now and then for, um, for other stuff. Uh, last note here, I am doing a giveaway. Um, people raised, helped me raise $500 for extra life during my birthday, which was super amazing. So I'm uh, giving away a $50 pair of, uh, audio technica headphones. If you check out my Twitter at bond diesel, the pin post shows you how to enter. I know it's only a $50 pair, but they're really nice. I've, I used to have them. They're great headphones. And who, who says no to 50 bucks for, for nothing. Um, if you can donate to my extra life campaign, there, there's a link for it in there as well. So please do that if you're able and if you can afford it. Um, but I understand times are tough for a lot of people. So no obligation. I am Bondiesel on Twitch, where I will stream some more soon-ish. You can check out my Twitter at Bondiesel or at the EchoCast if you only want division uh, news and retweets and such. Um, if you want some EchoCast or Bondiesel merch, check out streamlabs.com slash Bondiesel. That's all I have. So until next time. I'm going to go to the next one.